your calls that you run, whether they're virtual, your face-to-face interactions, they're all a performance. That's it. And you want to make sure that you practice before the big show. Yeah. So that way you're not practicing in the big show. Yeah. And you said it to, you know, musicians, they practice, athletes, they practice. Yep. If you want to be a really good salesperson, if you want to be a great marketer, if you want to be a great communicator, you have to practice have to. and work that muscle so yep. that way you're not practicing it on the day uh, yeah. to the client. 100%. Don't show up to a sales call and you've never gone through the deck that you're going I tried stepping out of my comfort zone once. It was uncomfortable, so I went back in. Welcome to the Marketing Mentors Podcast, brought to you by Red Pandas Digital. I am Tasha, joined by Linda. And if you haven't picked up from the title of this podcast (laughs) or what Linda just said, which was so strange because it's so untrue, uh, we're talking about (laughs) role plays today and stepping out of your comfort zone and actually getting to a place where... You know that feeling inside of you when you really don't want to do something because you're like, oh, yeah. I really have to do it. You have like the meat sweat. Oh, 100%. <laughs> you're That's that feeling. Yeah. And yes, we're talking about role plays. We're talking about being uncomfortable. We are talking about all things getting you to a better place and growing. Mm. And the tool that we're going to really unpack and um, dive into today is that role plays. So. Yeah, I mean role plays, right? They get a bad rap. 100%. <laughs> Whenever you mention it in a call, you get the eye rolls. Yeah. Nobody wants to be or doing role plays. Or you get that plays. person that just goes dirty straight away. And they're just like, what are we doing? All and of like, a sudden oh. the camera just stops working. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just turn it off and it's like, mm, oh, oh, sorry, internet connection. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. that type of role play. <laughs> um, all right. So let's, before we get into the, the meat and bones of actual role plays, I feel mm. like it's really important for our listeners that they understand why we don't hate role plays actually and why we do step out of our comfort zone and do role plays. Mm. So uh, the obvious answer is being uncomfortable is actually the place where you grow. Yeah. So when we step out of that box, comfort zone box or whatever you want to call it, Mm. and we feel that sense of uncertainty, uneasiness, um, not so much as oh, like I hate this because, you know, I've got a crippling fear of public speaking. That's slightly different. Like we've got – we know there's fears. Yeah. And then there's being uncomfortable about doing something because you don't like doing it. Or you just haven't done it before. You haven't done it before. That's the other thing. Most times – most of the time people haven't done them before and they're scared of the unknown. They're scared of failing. They're mm-hmm. scared of looking like an idiot or whatever it might be. And I know that you've got some really, really good stuff to mention to those – um, those feelings that I just said in a little bit. Mm. But the reason why we role play is that growth. Yeah. It's that practice. You know, every good sportsman, every good kind of like performer yeah. practices yeah. and rehearses and prepares. And without this rehearsal and practicing and, you know, uh, prep, they wouldn't be as good as they are now. Yeah. They wouldn't be as strong or as, as confident or as successful sales or um, athletic as athletes. Yeah, that's so true. Do you know I what mean, I mean, your calls that you run, whether they're virtual, your face-to-face interactions, they're all a performance. That's it. And you want to make sure that you practice before the big show. Yeah. So that way you're not practicing in the big show. Yeah. And you said it to, you know, musicians, they practice, athletes, they practice. Yeah. If you want to be a really good salesperson, if you want to be a great marketer, if you want to be a great communicator, you have to practice you have to. and work that muscle so yeah. that way you're not practicing it on the day uh, yeah. to the client. 100%. Don't show up 
to a sales call and you've never gone through the deck that you're going through. Yeah. Or don't use the deck in sales calls. It's another yeah. topic. <laughs> yeah. But like even even this podcast now, I'm also conscious of, you know, different types of, um, you know, communication types. You you may or may not want to practice certain things, but you and I practice the art of how do we talk to each other? How do we make things feel comfortable? Let's go through the words that we want to say in this in this episode together so that it feels more natural and it's totally. comfortable. That's in 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 an essence, it's a mini role play slash um, you know, practicing. But yeah, it's prep. That's it, it's prep. What we are specifically talking about in this call in this episode today is role play. You good there? Just yeah, sorry. <laughs> Linda's just fixing her angles. Yeah, um, she's all good. But uh, yeah, let's get into, so now we really understand why we do role plays, the benefits of them, why they're so important. I'd love to talk about how you actually go about doing a role play, Mm. Um, you know, what's included, what's not included, who does what, what are we trying to achieve out of it? Because obviously, yes, personally, professionally, we use role plays to grow and to practice, but there's this other angle of it. Yeah. Well, so you mentioned a few things there, T. Mm. Where do you want to start first? Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> let me just word vomit everything to you yeah. and you figure out what I want to talk about. I reckon, I reckon we just go Just read with, my mind, yeah, please. Just yeah. read my mind. Linda's like, Tasha, I know you that well, but not well enough. <laughs> Let's go with I, I would love to know how you start a role play, how we get right. into it. Okay. So what we like to do at Red Pandas is we do something where we set the scene or set the conditions. Mm. And we do this at the beginning of something new. So whether it's role plays, whether it's not, Mm-hmm. Whether it's something else, we always set the conditions first so that everyone is on the same page. Now, particularly with role plays, role plays, you know, people are going to be feeling nervous. They're yeah. going to be feeling all these different emotions. So you want to make sure that you get everybody on the same page at the beginning. Yeah. This is what setting the conditions allows you to do. Okay. So there are a few things that we do to set the conditions. First of all, we go through like basics, right? Keep feedback until the end. Anybody that is not actually actively in the role play and is just a an observer, if we're on a virtual call, turn your cameras off. So that way mm. your face doesn't throw anyone off, you know, any facial cues. <laughs> your face doesn't throw anyone off. Well, yeah. I mean, if you smirk during it, it's going to throw it's someone so off, true. right? It's so true though. How many times have you been in a call and even like not just a role play, just any call and someone says something and like you can't help but smirk or have a giggle yeah. or maybe you saw a message on your Slack that yeah. has made you laugh um, and those little nuances on your face <laughs> – it contributes, yeah, it throws yeah. people off. Make a snippet out of that. Your face throws people off. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I could take that further, but then I feel like we're just getting rude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, let's leave it yeah. there. So um, what Linda's saying there is, yeah, if you're not actively in the role play, like you haven't been assigned one of the roles, yeah. then turn your camera off, yeah. microphone even maybe, and just be an observer. Um, before we get any further into setting the conditions, I think I missed something which really, really uh, helps understanding, obviously, different types of role plays. There are different types, yep. like I just said, and we can use them for different means. Mm. So, yes, it's practicing. Um, and what we use them here for is a little bit of a little bit of everything, if you will. And I'll, I'll, I'll mention two main things. One is obviously internal role plays so if we need to if we're selling something if we have a difficult conversation coming up with a client I know you've used this one with Moby before uh we've used it internally for upskilling our team like let's role play something so there's that internal usage so professional Mm -hmm. development growth within with your internal team and these conditions you're mentioning are perfect for that yeah you can definitely still use these conditions for but the other purpose that we're going to go into a little bit more depth in a bit 
is using them in the interview process or the yep. hiring process. Yeah. Um, and this is where traditionally I've seen role plays being used more than internally, but only in the last, yeah, 12, 18 months we've started to use it True. more internally. Yeah. So, yeah, there's those two different, I guess you could say, external role plays and internal role plays. There's a good tactic that you can use when setting the conditions for both. Yeah. Whether the, it's an internal role play, whether it is externally, like you say, with an interview. And a really great question you can ask when you are setting the conditions at the beginning is just calling a spade a spade and saying, why do people hate role plays? Mm, and then yeah. asking the people in the room that are doing the role play. Yeah. Because people is that safe word where they're actually going to give you the answer that they're feeling. Yeah. Most likely the first yeah. thing that comes to their mind is what they're feeling. Yeah. So it kind of also gives you an idea just to understand the emotions going around in the yep. room. You know, someone might say, oh, uh, you know, that people might feel really nervous mm. or another person might say, oh, just really underprepared, you know, not able to just roll with it and see how I go in front of people. So you get a good understanding just as to the temperament in the room. Yeah. It's a good little question to ask. Yeah. And it'll, like you said, it'll really display or reveal who you've got in the room. Do you have someone that's like Atasha and loves role plays and can't wait to get into it? Or do you have more of a nervous Nelly who's like, I don't want to look like an idiot. Yeah. And I'm not like, I'm not going to participate because I don't want to look like an idiot. Yeah. So getting people to voice those concerns or express those feelings like mm. early on yeah linda makes such a good point you can vanguard them yeah address them and basically create these conditions where we say this is a safe place create a safe room yeah we give feedback at a timely manner we um we don't break a character we take this seriously yeah we see the value in this yeah we show up and we support each other as a team. Mm. And that really does alleviate a lot of the feeling of I don't want to look like an idiot and we turn this yeah, feeling Yeah, call a spade of, a spade. Yeah, let's call a spade a spade. Like we're not going to look like idiots. We are practising something that we need to get better at. We want to get better and at. And we want to practise this in yeah. front of each other than our clients, Definitely. than anyone. Or prospects. Yeah, That's exactly it. right. Yeah. You'd rather stuff up that pitch deck or you'd rather stuff up that, that um, challenge objection handling yeah. Yeah. now – internally in this call and be like, "Mm, I shouldn't have said it like that. Yeah. And then no, when you go into the next sales call and you're handled that and sorry, and you're given that objection, Mm. you know exactly how to handle that. Yeah. Because you've done it. Yeah. You've done it before. Yeah. And I think the beauty of setting this, the condition around not breaking character, I think that's really important because it allows you in that moment to think, oh crap, okay, I shouldn't have said that. How am I going to bounce back? Yeah. And that's a new skill that you have to learn. Yeah. Because you have those moments in calls, face-to-face interactions where you're like, shit, okay, I probably shouldn't have said that. How am I going to like actively recover and pull this back in? Yeah. And like I said, we we don't take ourselves too seriously here at Red Pandas, but we take ourselves seriously enough that when we're in role plays, we commit to the character. We commit to the role yeah, play. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes, like <laughs> we will say, yeah, we slip yeah. and laughs happen, and you break character for a second because, like, something's just too funny to not break character. But yeah. we do all do our best to yeah. collectively see whoever's the person doing the role play. We work with them. We're good partners. We're not shit partners. Yeah. And sometimes, like, we'll always lean on Linda when we want, like, a challenging role play because Linda can really push you and ask the I'm tricky questions. I'm an actual born actress. She's actually the role play queen here at Red Pandas, <laughs> uh, just so everyone knows. Um, but, yeah, sometimes we'll, we'll, even before a role play, we'll set those conditions and say, yeah. this is the brief, this is what we're going into, and I want you to be a really challenging sales manager. Or so let's be- talk about that then, too. Yeah. So um, let's say we have a interview, yeah. right, and – 
yeah. we do this, right? So this is a real life example. When we're interviewing people, we often get them to do a role play. Yeah. And so we give them a brief. Mm-hmm. Tell me, T, like some tips. Like if if another company wanted to emulate what we're doing here, what would you say, you know, what are some tips on, I might ask a different question. If somebody were to come to one of our interviews, how could they ace that interview? Oh, yeah. What would you recommend? I love that. So depending on the role, there is going to be a role play scenario or situation activity that we will provide that candidate with. It's typically a one to two page situation. There is a background. There is who's going to be in that call. There is um, let's we most recently hired a HubSpot specialist, mm-hmm. so I can use that as an example. And there'll be things like you know display product knowledge of X Y Z, or why you have to use deal stages in your sales journey, for example. Like very yeah. there'll be specific things in the role play that give you background, context, and some goals, yeah. like what we're trying to achieve, and. Of course, some information about the client, you know, the fictional client and the fictional um, business that you're going to so that you've got, again, more context. So you're coming to the role play prepared. Okay, so you have background, current, future, you have all of that. You've got all of that. It's it's a summary, right? And then you can can always infer or make make, um, assumptions of other things as well. Like a recent role play, Linda went to the – the candidate uh, assumed Linda had a child. <laughs> I love that though. Oh, it was so good. Because it shows you the rapport building. It showed his rapport building And I loved that. And Such I, an important element. Agree. And I loved that, you know, if we're talking about this one example, you know, this candidate saw the value in role play and mm. saw what we were trying to do yeah. and was like, I'm going to inject some more value out here and show them how I can do role plays because yeah. I know what they're looking for. So it's it was a, that's inception of role play. It's on another level, right, like in, yeah. in terms of what we're talking about. But yeah. to ace a role play with us in a job when when, you're, when we're hiring, we're looking for, let's say, the HubSpot specialist, pay attention to that brief that yeah. I just mentioned. every single word. Yeah. <laughs> I, we're not going to write in the role play um, brief what we're looking for. There's not going to yeah. be a section that says what we are looking for. Yeah. But in the brief – through the words, yeah. the criteria is there. Yeah. We, An example yeah. is, you know, in this HubSpot brief, we said, you know, we want to, you want to get the client to self-discovery. Mm. That's like a great example. So what does that actually mean? Yeah. Well, it means that you want them to figure it out on their own. Okay. Yes. How are you going to make them figure it out on their own? Okay. Well, I have to ask really good questions. Yeah. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for can you ask really good questions that gets them to Mm self-discovery. These are those things that you want to be paying attention to and implementing in your role play. Yeah, for that interview process, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, When it comes to being active and present in the role play, we're all human. We make mistakes. You're probably going to have notes that you've done before to help guide you and that's cool. Look at your notes. Yeah. that's that's like I said, we're human. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we almost expect that. Mm. If you don't have role play notes, are you taking this seriously? Yeah. Or are you just showing up and? I guess it depends what level you're at. I agree. Right? Yeah, it like, does. I, I guess we're talking about an interview, so 100. percent Like you'd want to have notes there, but as you said, T, there are different kinds of role plays. Yeah. So depending on what level you're at, you know, if you're a sales rep, 
I imagine you're not having notes because you're having this conversation a hundred yeah. times a day. Yeah. So <laughs> like, and I know you, you and, should just be able to rattle that off. Exactly. And yeah. you and I have had moments where we'll slack each other. So have you got 10 minutes just to mm. role play this situation that I've got to talk to my client about, you know, yeah. at three o'clock this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you just say X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. Because we've built that habit, Linda. Yeah. We've built that habit and we've built that culture amongst the leadership here that role play is something that it is taken seriously when someone mm. says, you know, T, I, I need help with this conversation or I know for me going into sales opportunities that yeah. I haven't had before and I'm like, Mobes, I I need to role play this because I know that he's going to challenge me on how much this costs, for example. Mm -hmm. And it's worked, like the the talking tracks that he's like, try this, see how this feels. And like yeah. for me, I always think, oh, how does that feel in my mouth? Like yeah. the words yeah. in my <laughs> it's mouth. It's always so strange when you say that but I get the concept. <laughs> I don't know. I just think of other things. How do you like that, that in your mouth? <laughs> I mean, hey, that's what, that's what you say. You do it yeah. like every single week. So that's your thing. I don't like how that feels in my mouth. Yeah. I, I can't picture myself saying that, but you do it. I'll run with it. Yeah. People know I'm talking about words. Don't yeah. make that a snippet. That'll sound weird. No, no. Um, but, <laughs> but we definitely, it's just that practice makes perfect Yeah. Um, opportunity. I think a lot of companies do their sales team a disservice mm. where they they don't focus on that and they instead focus on you know new frameworks keynote speakers reading books new sales concept. coaching and the sales coaching yeah. not even sales coaching yeah and like you know it's just all about like new new you mm. new 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 where it's just it's not about practicing what you have it's all about taking in new information that's it and I read something recently which I really liked and it was around like putting the focus on how you do things yep. not how often you do it yeah and I really like that you know thinking about the quality of the conversations you're having as a sales rep as opposed to just how many connects you're yep. hitting yeah so the, you know, that focusing idea of quality on over quantity yeah is what yeah what you're saying and I, I totally agree it's a similar with your role plays. If you're going to do two or three really high-quality role plays, yeah. like especially if you're new to starting them and you're like, where do I start? How do I even get this going? Uh, my, my advice would be uh, think of, there's two things. One, have you got a difficult conversation with a team member or a prospect that you've got to do? Yeah. Tackle it first with someone, the appropriate person, as a role play. Or two, um, do you – what was my other example? I feel like it was hiring. I think no, maybe. I think every thing that happens Anything. is an opportunity to do a role play. Yeah. Your losses, take this, take them yes. as an opportunity yeah, to yeah, get beautiful. better. Your wins, how Thank can you. you be even better at winning and yep. winning more? You know, like the, just even if you just had a standard conversation, you felt like it didn't come out of your mouth well. It yeah. didn't taste oh, you well did. in your mouth. Don't say didn't taste <laughs> no. well in your mouth. <laughs> I'm trying it's to use food. your saying. <laughs> it didn't taste Those like lasagna. Then it's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's a wog. Um, oh. I love that lasagna was your reference as well. <laughs> like uh, you could say sandwich. But yeah, I'm Italian and Greek. <laughs> <laughs> if the baklava was no good, keep moving. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm allergic to walnuts. Oh, no. You yeah, are, of course. That sucks. I can't have baklava. Oh, whoops. Yeah. Wrong choice of brick sweet to fill in that. Point is? Point is? Every practice. opportunity. Yes. Is and a role play opportunity. If you're not recording your calls, record your calls. Yeah. Because they offer countless opportunities for you to go back and assess whether or not you could do it better. And yeah. if you could do it better, role play it. Yeah. Try it. Try and do it better so the next time you do it, you do it better. Yeah, you have two levels. You can yeah. watch your own calls back or you can role play or yeah. even have someone else watch your calls if that's possible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. How often, T? 
Like if, if people, let's say company like us mm. aren't doing role plays, what do you recommend? How do you, how would you ease that company into it if they're wanting to start to introduce role plays into their culture without maybe scaring their employees? Like yeah. how, what do you, how often? I think uh, it depends on the team's appetite, obviously. If mm. they're all very apprehensive towards it, then it might be a little bit more of a slow and steady approach and slowly bring it into, you know, the the tool set. Um, and, again, it depends on the department. Do you know what I mean? So maybe yep. the sales department, because sales people are typically a little bit more hungry and eager because they want to make more sales and they mm. want to close more deals, yep. perhaps they can have them a bit sooner and a bit more frequently in their regular sales catch-ups mm -hmm. and they can be just very, very simple as long as we follow the process of setting those conditions, what's in it for me, why are we doing this, setting the conditions and then getting into it, mm. follow that process. If you don't follow that process, people will not see the value in it and yep. you're just going to end up hitting brick walls and they won't want to do it. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think it comes down to the team. Um, you, you can use role plays with customer service teams as well. Mm. Like how do I handle disgruntled services, uh, yep. customers? Yeah. They might be less apprehensive uh, they might be less so more resistant to yeah. doing it yeah because customer service don't aren't selling so they're not as um numbers driven if yeah. you will yeah but a lot of customer service teams now are being measured on csat so customer satisfaction surveys yeah and numbers yeah so if they're not getting a level of service from uh sorry a, a certain criteria if they're not meeting a certain criteria based off of their clients reporting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then they need to grow. They need to get better. They need to yeah. do better. Yeah. Hence role play so they can practice those conversations with Honestly think tricky clients. Everyone customer facing needs to be doing role plays. Agree. I yeah. agree. And and senior leaders. Senior yeah. leaders should role play to handle tricky situations like, you know, a more junior team member comes in and is running late every single day. Like how, yeah. if you haven't had to have those conversations before, yeah. then there's a chance that you need to role play it. Yeah. So you can Feel the words in your mouth. Yeah. Know how they feel <laughs> and how they're going to sound and taste, according to Linda. Uh, and also just get just get familiar with it. Practice it. Mm. Is it time for me to share some practicing quotes? No. <laughs> Are you sure? Because <laughs> I have three really good ones. No. Okay. I don't want you to do that. I want you to tell me <laughs> what good and bad feedback looks okay, like yeah, because no, that's I... more important than your quotes. All right. And then I'll get to the quotes um, oh towards the end. But no, you, that's a really okay, good point Good feedback. Make. It's so, a really good point Yeah. We, we mentioned that the end of the role play is when you want to be giving feedback. Yeah. What does good feedback look like to you? Um, well, we've all heard of compliment sandwiches. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Compliment <laughs> go there. bad, like compliment the bread, then the bad thing in the middle and then the compliment the end. No, that's just throw that out the window. Yeah. No compliment sandwiches here. No. We're giving radically candid feedback. Okay, what so does that mean? If we really liked how someone handled something and they did a, they did a good job, tell them they did a good job. Mm -hmm. You did a really good job answering that question that I threw at you. Yeah. Straight out. Yeah. Or they didn't do such a good job. They yep. answered the question wrong. Tell them. Yeah. You could have handled that question better. This is how I would have done it. Yeah. Um, and keep it professional. Yeah. There's a line between professional, like as in someone is nervous and you can hear their voice pitchy and breaky. Mm -hmm. Like you can mention that if you're coming from a place of care. This is why radical candor is so important. Yeah. Because you've got high care and high and, and directedness. Yeah. And I'm saying to you, Linda, you did so well in that role play, but you sounded really nervous. Yeah. Your voice was shaky. And that's when you I'm only saying this because I care about you but I, and I know that it's not going to be like that all the time because you're nervous. It's the first time you're doing it. So there's that directedness feedback. It's yeah. being honest. The Pick your timing is important. Yeah. So important. Yeah, agree. Like, I think 
what I'm getting from that T is, you know, the good feedback is specific. Yes. So we're pinpointing a specific moment, yep. not just referring to a general section. So yeah. rather than saying, oh, you know, at the beginning it was really good, like you're actually saying what, was good. what sentence, yep. like what part of it specifically was yep. good and what about it was good. Yeah. So being really specific yep. and actionable. Yeah, I love that. Bad yep. feedback is is vague yes. it's directionless yep you know it's oh you could have oh, done like better that. at the beginning yeah okay I, but where how, and yeah how, and where and, and, and how and who and, yeah yeah, yeah yeah so specific being really specific like i liked when you did x it was very clear and i understood this yeah and actionable yeah so if it needs to be actioned like if it needs work you've got a shaky voice yeah try taking a few big deep breaths exactly. before you walk into these calls or something like that or slow your pace down if you feel yourself being a bit nervous. So yep. it's what can what's this feedback actually going to do to this person? Is it just going to hurt their feelings? Yeah. Because if it's just going to hurt their feelings, there's a good chance you shouldn't say it. Yeah. And it's not professional good feedback. Yeah, you always want to try and keep it objective. Like you don't yep. want your feedback to be about the person so much. Yeah. You want it to be about like something that was said. Exactly. Um, something that you I saw. And what, what pains me as well about feedback, sometimes people like you have an opportunity to give feedback immediately after the role play happens yeah and you should do that especially if it's not positive feedback yeah it's more on the lines of constructive criticism Mm -hmm. what kills me is when people don't share their constructive feedback straight away and they mull on it or they might just forget about it or whatever and then it comes up out of nowhere out of in out of complete context randomly and it's like, oh, hey, Linda, I forgot to tell you when you did that role play the other day, like your yeah. voice was so shaky. Yeah. What's that going to do? That's so true. What is that going to do for you yeah. in that moment other than probably offend you? Yeah. And it'd be like, so that's random. You know what? That's <laughs> so true, T. And I will say I think I've been um, like a victim of that before and I think it's because it's just being able to have that courage to be able to give that feedback Yeah. and – Delivering it, delivering it in a way where you are trying to be like really radically candid. But, yeah. you know, I, I can understand and I feel like I felt it before in the moment. You're trying to figure out how to deliver the feedback in the right yeah. way so you don't, but then you still want to deliver it so you mull on it. But you're right, T. Like yeah. it's almost like, you know, if you set the conditions right yeah. and you set the scene right, you make you're sure that everybody it. knows that you're it's a psychologically it. safe yeah. environment, then it's always best to just like bite the bullet yeah. and give that feedback on the spot as opposed to just waiting and lingering and then giving yeah. it back so much like it, after it, so much time has passed. It depends. It depends on the person you give the feedback to. They might yeah. be fine with it and they might be like, oh, okay, cool, thanks, a bit random, but I'll yeah. take it. Maybe if you preface this, the conversation with a, hey, I wanted to share some feedback that I didn't get a chance to in the call before, yeah. are you cool with that? Maybe then like it's, yeah. it's you know, more accept, like more uh, – like better accepted in a way and maybe even being vulnerable when you say it when you deliver it That's you know if you're delivering it a week later and you're saying T like I'm sorry like I was actually thinking about this I just didn't know how to deliver it in the right way yeah. so I sat on it I probably shouldn't have but I wanted yeah. to share it with you is that okay yeah you know delivering it with that high caring intent yeah I think is still okay yeah no I I, yeah. I, I agree and it's like we come we came to this conclusion having this conversation yeah but it's more yeah. so just being I think it's just being empathetic towards the people you're giving that feedback to, like how mm. would you like it if it was done to you type of thing? True. And are we coming from a place of, like Linda said, high directiveness and high care- caring? Yeah. Or are we just saying this because it's a, you know, 
a fart in the wind thought. Oh, God, I, I hate that saying so much. <laughs> I blame Moby for that one. I never used to say it before, but now he says it all the time. Yeah, I don't love it. <laughs> anyway, so anyway. <laughs> key takeaways, do role plays. Mm. We don't hate role plays here at Red Pandas. We love them. We use them as tools in all aspects of every department and we see the immense benefit on our growth, yeah. on our capabilities, um, you know, practising. Practising makes perfect. We all know yeah. that one. That wasn't one of my quotes. I have three quotes I'll be sharing shortly. Um, and <laughs> make sure you... <laughs> God. <laughs> Make sure you do what Linda said and follow the process. So mm. why are role plays important? Yeah. Set those conditions. Yeah. And give good feedback and timely feedback. Love it. Yeah, I love it too. So before we finish up, um, <laughs> there's no glory in practice, but without practice, there's no glory. That's a good one. That's, That's not a very that good bad. One. That yep. one. It's okay. This is another good one, Jerome. Listen up. Don't play it until you get it right. Play it until you can't play it wrong. I don't love that one. That's a good one though. So is it like role play? Is that why you're saying play? Could could be role play, could be an instrument, could be a game. Yeah, I'm thinking of an instrument when yeah. you say that. Yeah, yeah, it's probably more along the instrument lines, but hey, it still works. <laughs> Musicians got a role play. <laughs> and we are what we repeatedly do. Excellent then is not an act, but a habit. It's a great one to round off this with sure. some awkward quotes. Yeah. It's not awkward. <laughs> it's not awkward at all. <laughs> oh, God. There's another episode Thanks for you. Thanks for just adding that in, T. No problems. Your pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> Your pleasure. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm actually oh, going to use that. Out of all the quotes, that was the best one. Your pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> and bye for now, guys. See you later. <laughs>